When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Some people just know bundling with Allstate means big savings. Just like they know the right ingredient means big flavor. They know honey on pizza is where it's at. And olive oil on ice cream is the cherry on top. And they know when you bundle home and auto with Allstate, you can save up to 25%. Mm -mm. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. It's Thursday, October 20th. I'm Jeff Schwartz alongside Matt Ford. This is Jeff Schwartz. A smile on you, powered by the Varsity Podcast Network. We are back for our weekly wagering podcast off a grind of a three and two week. We are 14, 15, and one. Don't friend everybody. I know we've made no one money in either direction, okay? But, but this is much better than we've started every year, Matt. So we're on the right track. I think our futures are doing really well right yep. now in the clubhouse. Our pick. For defensive player, rookie, excuse me, rookie defensive player of the year and offensive rookie of the year are on track as favorites right now. We're feeling good about those. So our other futures are probably going to hit as well. So we're in a good spot right now, Matt. How you doing, buddy? How are we feeling as we head into week seven? Feeling good. I mean, I remember uh, we were pretty big on the Vikings. I think we put them as a as like make the playoffs. That was one. Yeah. Um, I'm on Ross St. Brown, who is uh, missed a week, barely played a week. Yeah. He's going to crush his over still. Um, I think we took some good running back unders. I feel like we're, I feel like we're doing yeah. well there, but you know, Jeff, like we had one stinker of a week and then last week we kind of got it together. And I will say like we, last week, we, we always talk about, is it an advantage or disadvantage to do these on Wednesdays? Last week, we really liked Pittsburgh early in the week. We didn't see the injury report. Later in the week, it turns out Fitzpatrick and then half the <laughs> Pittsburgh secondary. And then, of course, Pickett goes out in the middle of the game. And not only did they cover, they won it outright. So yeah. maybe we got a little bit of good fortune there because we actually thought about changing that one. Um, so we'll take we'll take that W. But I got to say, that was a great call uh, by us. And that's a good example of like, hey, you just sometimes you just take the number, even if it makes no sense. We've watched a lot of football. You played in the league like shit happens. We came three minutes away from being 5-0, and oh, though. We and did. this is the harder part about gambling on the NFL is it, it, college football is not real. Like, like I had five Pac-12 wagers last weekend. I was 3-2. and two. Um, By the way, I'm like 76-41 and 41 all time Pac-12, which is insane. Um, coming at the end of the podcast. Stick around. You'll win yeah, some money. Um, but like the three easily cashed. Like no sweat. Yeah. Like easy cash. And the two that didn't. Weren't even close. Utah wasn't close. And Stanford won. I had Notre Dame minus 16 and a half. Like, no sweats. Really. It, the only you sweat in college is the total sometimes, right? Yeah. The NFL, man, everything is a sweat. We had New Orleans covering for 58 minutes. We had Kansas City plus three, the advantage of the Wednesday show. We got it plus three. I think the super number, I think Supercross was two and a half. So they were within the number the entire game till the yep. very last 40 seconds of the game. So we'll take our three wins, three and two every week, man. You win money. Uh, and you still have the $400 left if we see any futures we like, by the way. I don't know if, if we feel like 
there's some futures um, that we like uh, along the way. We can do that. But uh, all right, buddy, let's get let's uh, let's kick it off. How, can we put that on uh, Carson Wentz never gets his job back? I feel like that'd be a pretty good one. Um, Ooh, let's start there, with there, the. Can we, can, we, can we bet his unders again? <laughs> oh God! If if there were more to bet, we should take them. Um, the Thursday night game. I think two of the most mystifying teams in the league play each other, the Saints and the Cardinals uh, in Arizona. Uh, the Cardinals are laying two or two and a half right now as we record this. Uh, there is a new Call of Duty this week, so maybe <laughs> Saints? Um, dude, okay. So the Saints, though, are without – let me see here. They should get some guys back, I guess, right? Last week they were down their top three receivers. Yeah, I think they're down all those guys again. I, I saved the word the tweet go. I saved it. Saints have ruled out Marshawn Lattimore, Michael Thomas, Jarvis Landry, Andres Pete, and Adam Troutman. They're tied starting tight end. So they're out like a bazillion guys again. Um, with Andy Dalton, I would imagine, as their quarterback. I mean, the play is Arizona here. As bad as they've been, they get D Hop back in the lineup, right? I don't think Robbie Anderson will play. I have no faith in betting on Cliff Kingsbury in this spot at all. Um, the under obviously is certainly in play here. Arizona's not good. I mean, it's not a, it's not a, a, a pro Arizona take here, but the Saints are just not that good. They're not good at the end of game so far this season, and they're really beat up on a short week going across the country to Arizona. Um, get Arizona, I don't think is particularly good. I don't feel great about this map, but if we need one of five, I, I would be okay if this ends up having to be one of our plays. I think I agree. I'm good to pass it through. Um, I really do think that um, the Hopkins thing, I think it's just flying a little too under the radar. Like, I get it. Hollywood Brown was good. You know, they added Robbie Anderson for some reason. Um, but, you know, the, the Cardinals' success has really coincided with Hopkins being there. He just changes. I mean, we've seen this with these other receivers this year. You know, we'll get to Green Bay later, but like, the teams that lose that elite receiver, their offense just changes. And I think this is maybe a good buy low spot for Arizona. Um, they're just, I just think people just don't like yeah. betting this team. I, I think a good way to play this also is like if the Saints get up early, um, Cardinals are awful. I feel like in the first quarter, they never score. I mean, in the first half, they like never the score. First, I think last weekend was the first time they'd score in the first quarter all year. It was just a field goal. And it was a field goal. Yeah. I mean, so like they're a good team to bet live. Um, I'm becoming more of an advocate for that. So keep an eye on that. If they go down a touchdown and then go three and out, that's probably a good time to pull the trigger. But I'm, I'm good with this advancing the maybes, especially if we can get the two and a half. That's that's not bad. Um, agreement. Thursday night. Oh, yeah, we can actually get it too. Why don't we say that we're getting it too? Well, um, yeah, it, it, it's got it's got to make the way. Yeah, it's got to make it. Yeah, yeah, it does have to make it. Um, uh, is there still a two out there? Yep, there's uh, drafting still a two. All right. Uh, looking ahead to Sunday, first game on the slate is a banger: Colts at Titans. <laughs> Titans like two and a half at home. These two teams just played each other. Yeah, uh, October second. Uh, the Titans won in Indy twenty four seventeen. Do we think there's a repeat here for Tennessee? I absolutely do. Um, Tennessee's off a of bye week here. Uh, and they're able to uh, kind of work on some kinks. The offense is feeling a little bit better. One thing that I, I think is still holds true is they have not scored in the second half in the fourth quarter of any game this season. But I don't think they've allowed points either. Like it's like a weird thing they're doing right now where they're not they're not giving up points. They're not actually not, they're not scoring in the fourth quarter, which is again with with their rushing attack and Ryan Tannehill, like they should score points. They should wear teams down, in my opinion and score points um, at the end of games. They haven't, obviously, again, have not done that very much, but they also, again, don't, they don't allow a lot of points in the second half of games either. Um, so I would lean Tennessee here. Vrabel's great off a of bye. I think we both, the Colts are just, they're just not good. We get a chance here. Like, the Colts, everyone's back in on the Colts. Like, amazing. What a chance. Like yeah, Tennessee has only allowed eight points in the fourth quarter all season, but they also have scored zero fourth quarter points. Yeah, that's a little bit strange. <laughs> you mentioned Vrabel off the buy. Uh, we had a conversation off air before this show started that we're we're going to pay less attention to the trends because they don't really matter. But I think this one does matter. Mike Vrabel has played nine games with extra rest. Uh, his only loss was last year's playoffs to Cincy. He ended up going to the Super Bowl. So he's eight and one uh, with extra rest or a buy. Um, the Colts, like... I get it. They've they've ended up winning some games. Their record looks kind of nice. 
but they're still 31st in the offensive DVOA. Yeah. Uh, Jonathan Taylor practiced today, I think. So he, you know, we, let's assume he's back. But Tennessee is Tennessee is like sneaky on a little three game winning streak. Yeah. Like they lost to the Giants and the Bills, which ages very well. Um, so I think Tennessee is a really good play here, and I don't think a lot of people are going to advocate for it. But I feel like it's a I feel like it's a nice chance. Yeah, under a field goal too is a, is a pretty good spot to yeah. be in, right? A two and a half. Couple of things too, like Indianapolis' offensive line has just not been as good this season as as, as expected. Um, they just they can't find left tackle out. They just been just haven't been as good. They've been beaten up and pushed around in much different ways than they have in the past. I mean, Matt Ryan again, like on the road here, outside, just like yeah. I mean, at four four hundred yards last week. That's not happening again this weekend. Um, and again, I, the the trend part is interesting because. I think there are trends like the baseball stat type trends, right? Like, you know, we in, the Colts on the road at 1 p.m. in the last seven years are 17 and 34 when they play on grass like that. But Vrabel off a bye or really any extra day of rest is coaching. Like that matters, right? Coaching. And, and we yep. see this with Andy Reid, with Mike Vrabel off a of bye, man. These guys have their teams humming. They know what to do, which is important. They know what to change. And so, it's a really good spot here to take a team that Colts we do not like, a team in Tennessee that we're not fond about, but in this spot, I think we like them a lot here. And, you know, it's interesting as we do, as we go through this, because, like, we have Colts to win the, the AFC South. This does not help Colts win the AFC South. Um, yeah. So, but I think that in the moment, obviously, we like um, the Titans here minus two and a half. Yeah, for Abel, uh, five and one straight up in against the spread uh, against the Colts, uh, all against Frank Craig. Nice stat. Um all right, let's put Tennessee through to the next round. Um, you're wearing a – it looks like you're wearing a Giants football shirt today. No, a Giants um, baseball shirt. Giants baseball shirt today. Sorry, I assume that the team you used to play for might have given you a T-shirt. Bad assumption I do have some me. of those. <laughs> um, you're a New York Giants. You're 5-1 and one New York Giants. Uh, maybe the story of the year going to Jacksonville. This is like – I I've stared at this line a lot. It doesn't make any sense to me. It's Jags by three. And with all of that, I still might like Jacksonville, but I have no clue where. I don't know what to do with this. I'm curious what your read is. I mean, everyone's going to be in the Giants in this game, right? And rightfully so. They're feisty. You know, their offense, I've joked about this, their offense is built around a quarterback they don't trust to throw the ball, around no wide receivers, and a bad interior offensive line. If they still make it work. Defensively, man, like they just like they just they just do enough. Like they're not particularly great at one thing i mean their dvoa on defense is 30th 30th like i i, I don't know no one can score in them in the game somehow jacksonville's a much better football team i think people are scared off because jacksonville's lost now three in a row um and you know they were like the darlings for a long time we even you know proclaimed them as a darling to me they're two and four sorry they, they've i forgot they lost week one to commanders though they're kind of due for a win here but do we wager against the hot giants? Right. This is basically like, do you believe DVOA is a thing or not? Because you mentioned like giants 30th in DVOA Jags 10th Jags. Like, you know, I, I think, I think their stats are a little bit wonky because they've had a couple of really strange games, especially ones like they had a shutout game in week two against Indy. Um, they were behind. They had the blowout against the chargers. Uh, you know, I, they've just had like a strange sort of wonky season. I don't know if I want to step in front of the Giants train right now. Like, I don't really trust this Jaguars team. Like, what have they showed us that says like, yes, they're going to absolutely dominate. The only thing is like Jacksonville's formula, like when they're up, they're sort the Giants are like this too, but they're more obvious. Like Jacksonville is, is a very good team and tough to play. Like when they're winning, they have a good pass rush. They have two good running backs. Like, they have a coach who's very creative in the run game, but like when they're down, it just seems like Lawrence just doesn't really have that gear yet. So I don't, I don't know. I just don't feel like the, I don't think the Jags deserve this. Um, and it feels like a trap. I don't, I just don't know what side they're trying to make you bet. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you. We stay away. Fine with me. Right, let's yeah. do it. Speaking of stayaways, maybe oh, not though. Uh, the no. the Buccaneers and the Panthers are playing. I think the Panthers they basically were just like, what number can we give so that anyone would take this side? Um, even with the Bucks sort of in disarray, um, the Panthers are plus eleven at home right now. 
Tom Brady compared playing for the Bucks to serving in the military. So things are things are going great for each of these teams. I feel like if our record was 17 and 3, I'd be like, sure, let's take the Panthers. Why not? We could yeah. we, you know, a loss is a loss. Like we will be fine. But I at least last weekend we took the Steelers plus eight and a half. We could say Mike Tomlin, right? Like, okay, great. Steve Wilkes, Sam Darnold, maybe yeah. PJ Walker is gonna play, gonna start. They just traded one of their wide receivers who seemed like a malcontent on the team. Tampa needs to get right at some point. Maybe it's this weekend. I don't know. Um, I mean, look, if you're wagering this game, the, the play is the Panthers. If you take Tampa Bay minus 10 and a half, you're, you're insane. Um, but 100%. I, I don't want to do it, Matt. I just, I just can't. It's one of those where if we were just like one of these only picking the sharp side podcasts, sure. But no, no, no. The Panthers stink. I, I'm not again. You have to have some sort of like, okay, Mike Tomlin, Steelers, the culture. There's nothing here. Like, there's nothing here with, with, with the Panthers. They're just freaking awful. I agree, buddy. I mean, it's not like it, – I, I have a feeling this might keep going up also. Like, I have a feeling by Sunday, more people are just going to look at this and be like, all right, like I'll put the Bucks in a tease or I'll put the Bucks. you know, I'll, I'll just hammer the I'll, – I'll take the 10 and a half or the 10. Like, people will bet more on this and it will – probably zag and move a little bit higher um i don't know i don't i think bucks and a tease might be the way to do this but it's passed for us i mean the, the panthers this year have scored 24 16 22 16 15 10 and i think that they scored on defense and there was three last weekend and they scored in defense right yeah <laughs> they like i mean they were in that game i i had a little sprinkle on them plus 10 and a half against the rams because i just think the rams are such frauds but it's like there's not there's gonna be no home advantage and like no I, I don't oh, know no. it's it's a quick trip for Brady he can quickly get to the wedding on Friday and then fly to uh oh, know, yeah. to wherever he needs to be so um what did you think uh, just just quick aside Brady thing like is what he's saying to you like does it sound as red flaggy as it sounds to the rest of us yes. or do you think he's just yes. in the in the season okay no, so you're um, you're saying like this is bad yeah so. I, I don't know if we talked about this on Monday or not. Um, maybe we did. You know, Gabe was just just giddy with joy that Tom Brady was stinking. Um, you you had a you had a guy who is so routine oriented, right? Who has um, bragged about how his life revolves around football, and now you're off Wednesdays. And okay, look, plenty of players are off Wednesdays, especially veteran players. But is he? Not, I don't think he's even in the building on Wednesdays, right? Like he's hmm. with his family on Wednesday. And now he's flying to a wedding on Friday night. Like, really? That's like, and then you stayed overnight there. Like, you didn't just come back to Tampa, the father team to Pittsburgh. You was talking about family. Look, I know we like to mock Tom Brady, but, you know, family issues are things we have to deal with as players. Not just us, right? I mean, everyone in life has to deal with family issues in in, in work and in, in life. But Tom hasn't had to deal, hasn't had to do that for, for 23 years now. And it's his first time doing this at 45. So, yeah, I think they're all red flags as far as, the success of this team moving forward. Yeah. It's interesting. They're dealing with more adversity and, and uh, than they have in a while. And I also think like, I think because Brady was able to win the power struggle of Bruce Arians to Todd Bowles, like whatever happened there and Bruce Arians is out. It's like, maybe this is what he wanted is somebody he like, you know, I don't think Todd Bowles is going to be like, Hey man, like you got to come back and fly with us. Like he's going to be like, fuck right. off. I'm Tom Brady. Um, right. I don't know if Bruce Arians could, but there's something I about Bruce, Arians. I think Bruce Arians would tell him to like, to like, you're coming here. You better be here. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I think it is red flag time in, in Tampa, but that might not show this week. Um, interesting. Your take on that. Um, next up. Speaking of a team in disarray, the Packers are headed to FedEx Field to take on Los Comanderos. The Commanders are getting five and a half at home. Why don't you go first? No, just say it. I know what you want to do. We're here. doing it, buddy. We're yes. doing it. We're Plus fucking doing it. All right, here's the thing. This line, how many teams are there where the starting quarterback goes down and the line does not move? That's it. It's like Jimmy G and Trey Lance and maybe like the really terrible quarterbacks. Like if, I don't know, if Davis Mills went down or Daniel Jones, if Tyrod Taylor came in maybe. But like, I just have been fascinated by no movement of the line. And like, have you seen one 
single Washington veteran come out and say, like, Carson's done a great job. Taylor's going to be good, too. Like, no one's backing Wentz except Rivera. Like, I have a feeling this team is going to be like, thank God. Like, we can finally, like, go out there and win some games. <laughs> Taylor was 7-8 and eight last year as a starter. Like, he's pretty good. And they had a really tough schedule last year. They played some tough teams, and he hung in there. So I have a feeling that their, their season is going to improve. And Green Bay, I mean, could they beat anybody by six right now? Like, what are we talking about? Something that, I mean, Green Bay's defense is Terrible. just awful. It's really bad. Green Bay's 20th in DVOA. It's not team. good, Jeff. That's not, that's like the worst they've been ever, right? I mean, they have, they have, they have, um, they have their 30th on, on special teams, uh, special teams DVOA. By the way, their estimated wins, like projected wins is only two. Like they, they're, they're three and three with two projected wins. Yeah. They're not good right now. And like, they've played a really soft schedule. It feels like, um, let me see. They, I mean, they obviously just lost the Giants and Jets, which there's honestly not a ton of shame in that. They snuck by Bailey Zappi. They had the one statement win against Chicago. And then they, you know, they beat Tampa, got blown out by, by the Vikings. So yeah. they've had a mixed bag of a season. Um, strangely, like their worst metrics are their offensive. Let me make sure this is right because it seems crazy. Their offensive rush DVOA is 32nd. And everybody thinks like they have a great offensive line. They have two really strong running backs. And they can't run the ball. Like it just doesn't make sense to me. So I, I think this is a good. I think this is a really good spot to take Washington. I love it. Oh, totally love. in. Um, yeah, sixty three percent of the money on Washington with uh, about fifty fifty bets. So sharps are on this one. We're on the right side. Moving on. Uh, Lions at Cowboys. The return of Dak Prescott. So the Cowboys are laying seven. But I have a feeling we would not take the Cowboys in this. <laughs> no, no, absolutely not. Um, I'm not taking the Lions either, man. Like they just—I I don't know what they are this year. They're not. I mean, they're—they can be exciting at times, but they haven't covered now in what three? You know, they covered week. I guess the first three weeks of the season. Um, I, I think this is just a stay away. You know, we see maybe a live bet at some point, but I don't see see any need right now in, in putting this as one of our five. Do you? It's funny, Detroit. Worst team in uh, in DVOA, 32nd in like 32nd or 31st in everything. I just, I mean, my thing here is like Dak is not going to come back and hum. Like it's going to take him a little bit of time. Yeah, but, but the Lions No, I know. Stink. But the case for would be Lions are off a bye. They've finally, they get, they haven't really had St. Brown for, you know, the last two games or two and a half games, like he got hurt. And I think around halftime, three games ago, then he was on a pitch count. Their whole offense like runs through him and Swift, and they haven't had either of those guys. Williams was great in relief. I just don't, I feel like Dallas is going to come out a little bit slow and Detroit can put up points. Like Detroit in one last game has put up more points, 30 more points than Dallas has all season. Like they score a lot. The problem is they have the worst defense in the league by far. So I, I don't know. It's I don't want to do it, but like I don't mind Detroit here plus seven. If you were like we got to do it, I, it would not be hard to talk into it. I, I think I think that it's one of the maybes, and I think it's one of the plays where I mean you're taking the lines in this spot just because they're off a bye. Um, you know, to that, your point, Dak Prescott getting his kind of his finger back into things and getting kind of going, but I just think the Cowboys have a really good defense and the Lions, we just saw them play a really good defense in, in the Patriots and not score at all. I mean, Goff's not dynamic enough to make that big of a difference against a good defense. I think this game could easily be like, you know, 28-7. The Lions just don't score yeah. very much. I mean, we've just seen it with these these hand injuries. Like, like Rodgers had one. Um, he had one against the Giants. He did not look right against the Jets. Like Russell Wilson last year famously like came back a little bit too fast. Didn't look right. Has, hasn't looked right since. Like I just don't think Dak is going to come out extra crisp. He hasn't had Gallup in the game yet. He hasn't had Gallup in the game for a long time. Like, yeah. you know, all these like second, third string guys that Cooper Rush practiced with all offseason while Dak was with the ones. Like he's not going to have the chemistry with those guys. So the problem is the defense sucks. So I, it's probably a stay away, but I am very intrigued by it. Um, all right. This one we're not staying away from. I won't allow us to. The Falcons are at the Bengals. The Bengals are laying six points. Six and a half. I mean, is this even like what is this? Go, go. I mean, we have to take Atlanta, right? Like yeah. this, everyone like wants to get off of them, but like 
Who are the Bengals? So Atlanta and Cincinnati are one spot difference in, in DVOA, 12 and 13. Cincinnati slightly ahead. Much better offense as Atlanta. They're seventh. They have one of the best rushing offenses in the NFL. Um, and, you know, they're just super creative on offense, right? They just find ways to put defenses um, in really tough looks and, and make things difficult um, on them. Yeah, I just – how long can this keep going? Like, how long can Atlanta continue to play this way knowing that they're just not as – as good talent-wise as some of the teams they play. So that's my only concern here. But I definitely the Bengals, uh, excuse me, the Falcons are the play here. We've we've done it. Look, we've had made this season about fading the Bengals, and we've mostly done a pretty good job of it when we've had to do it. And they're off a big win in New Orleans. Everyone's feeling good. Joe Burrow's starting to play better. And then here comes Grady Jarrett and that Falcons defense uh, to mess things up for Burrow. And Mariota's just run that option, and, 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 and they're handing the ball off, and they're making plays. So I, I'm – Six and a half is a lot. You're exactly right. It's too much. Um, everyone, everyone's saying, "Oh, look, the Bengals—they're back!" Like, sure, Jamar Chase had a great game last week. Um, you know, but we already talked about how banged up the Saints were. The Bengals this year have been very fortunate. The quarterbacks that they've beaten so far: Andy Dalton, Teddy Bridgewater, Joe Flacco. Now, Marcus Mariota is not—you know—2008 Tom Brady by any means, but like. Their wins are not that impressive. So I got, you know, they've been close in some of these games, like the Ravens game and, you know, the Pittsburgh game at the beginning of the year was crazy, but that was another bad quarterback. So I just, I, look, I think people view this as like a 50 50 thing where it's like, okay, they've covered six times in a row. Like, what are the odds? Like, you don't, you know, if you get six 16s in a row, like you're going to bust at some point on the blackjack table, right? right. Like, but oh, it's yeah. not like that. It's all artificial. Like it's nonsense. It's this is one game at a time. Like the Falcons cover every week, and the Bengals are overrated. This is a big number. I I just feel like you got to take the Falcons here. I'm in. I, let's, you text me this early in the week. Like I'm I'm in for this. Let's do it. Perfect. Um, all right. A team that's killed us. Two teams that have killed us. But one especially. The the Ravens are hosting the Browns. Uh, the Ravens are laying six, or maybe six and a half, depending on which side we like here. Um. I don't have a feel for this one. I'm, I'm curious if you do. No, I, I don't. Um, the Ravens have just 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 been bad. They killed us. Well, yeah. Obviously, we didn't bet them last weekend. I think I saw that out of the three lost teams this year, how many – of course, my desktop is Twitter's account's not going to work for all the likes I have on here for saving everything for the show. Um, that they, For the three lost teams, they had how many minutes they've been behind this season? or is really how many seconds, but the Ravens are three and three and have only been behind for 120 seconds all season. Wow. That's crazy, right? But they just, they have, they have had an inability this season to finish games, Matt, like really bad. And, you know, Brissett's going to throw that one bad interception this game, but they're going to run the football and do enough. And I think the Bengals, I think the Ravens have shown like an inability to close out games this year. I would stay away from them in this game. Yep. Me too. It's too high. Um, I will say one thing about the Browns that I don't think people realize is how bad their run D has been uh, among the worst two or three in the league. But the problem is the Ravens aren't the running team that everyone thinks they are. Possible that Dobbins is going to miss this game and it's going to be the Kenyon Drake show who had a nice week last week. But I don't know, man. Baltimore at home, they've had a tough time. It's a big line. I, I don't trust them. Uh, we definitely don't like Brissett on the road. So I think that's a stay away. Um, how many do we have? We have three that we like right now. Ten- Tennessee, Washington, and Atlanta. Tennessee. And there's, there's a couple more I like. So we're, I think we're in a good spot so Atlanta. far. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. Moving on to Texans, Raiders, both teams off a of bye. Uh, Raiders laying seven. Their last time we saw them was that brutal loss to KC. Uh, do you have faith in Derek Carr and the gang here? Absolutely not. The play here is Houston, right? Plus seven. Yeah, for sure. It has to be. I mean, we've been, you know, Houston has not been um great this year, and they definitely not cover as much as we have liked them to cover. We've been on them all season long, but they're just coming off their, their best game of the year, right? Uh, I guess really second best game of the year. Uh their defense is, is not half bad. Um, you know, offensively, their defense is is 22nd, 26 DVOA, but they really don't allow a lot of points, right? 20, 16, 23. 34 output to charge to the Chargers and then six last weekend to Jacksonville. 
more than else, dude. Why are the Raiders favored by seven over anybody? Yeah, the Raiders stink. They're not any good. Technically, a worse record. Yeah, I I like it. I mean, the Texans we've we've had them a few times, and they 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 tend to to come back and keep games close. The Raiders have a pretty weird coaching, uh, make pretty weird coaching decisions regularly. I'm I'm cool with this. It's not. I, I don't have a ton to say about it, but it's mainly just playing the number and fading a team that feels a little overrated. And the Raiders right now are getting a lot of public money too. So it's it's one of those where like, I just feel like the number is really good, even though we might not have a lot to say here. Yeah. Um, I put put that in the maybe so far. It's a strong maybe. Not many games left. There's not. As the buys start to kick in. and Yeah. All the good teams are on buys. Yeah. Um, I'm going to test out a theory for the rest of the season. Okay. I feel like the public loves a team that lost a close game to a good team. Oh yeah. So like bills are a classic example of that. That's ended up working, but like they lose to KC last year and everyone's like, but, but they're going to win the next one. And I feel like that's what's happening with the Raiders here is everyone saw that game and they were like the Raiders, like they're kind of good, right? Like, no, they had a good week. KC is like, KC has the target on their back every week and they lost. Like, I don't know. Houston might catch them by surprise. I I'm going to test that theory out. Um, what do you think of that? Good idea. I uh, yeah, I would love to see that you test that out. Charter, for right. me, please. Let's test it out. Um, all right. The funniest game of all time. The Jets are at Denver. This was a seven and a half point line a week ago, and now it's a pick 'em. <laughs> the Let's Broncos ride. are that terrible. Let's ride. I mean, Russell Wilson right now is dude. How about how about the uh tweet yesterday from Ian Rapport about his injury? And he said. After an MRI, Russell Wilson's considered day-to-day, source said, quote, it's a real injury and he's in real pain, <laughs> end quote. <laughs> he's such a cringy individual oh. that they had to tell everyone it's an actual injury because people were probably like, yeah, that's not, yeah, like, that's not a thing that, you know. And so I just think Broncos are really, really bad. And they're just kind of a shit show. Russell Wilson was three of eleven in the second half of an NFL football game last weekend with overtime, right? Yeah, he's not seeing any pressures. Like he, I put a video out. He's seeing nothing. It's like he's blind out there. He's blind out there. Um, the Jets' defense, man, they get they get after it. They, they punish opponents. Um, they're creative. They're twelfth in DVOA. The one thing though is that Denver is really good on defense. They're second in DVOA. Yeah, and. Zach Wilson is, let's put it this way, the Jets' offense is very one-dimensional. I mean, Zach Wilson, I think, was like 10 of 18, and his air yards per attempt were like three and a half last weekend. You know, there are Brees Hall, run the football, uh, Michael Thomas, you know, whatnot. I just, I don't know if that's enough on the road for this line movement. Like, if this is seven, great. I'm all in. Uh, one and a half. Sorry, it's Michael Carter. I think it's Michael Thomas. Michael Carter it, running out for the Jets. Okay. Uh, I, I'm not as excited about this this number here. I'm not either. I also feel like the Jets are a very young team who everyone loves. Everyone hates the Broncos. Like it's the it's the highest and the lowest, and it's a very young team going on the road where they are, you know, probably reading a few articles about how great they are all week. So I feel like this is probably a layoff because I'm definitely not taking the Broncos, yeah. but this just feels a little bit like let's, let's all calm down. It's still the jets. Like it's still Zach Wilson. He's not blowing the doors off anybody. Let's just, let's see them take care of business here. I just like the Russell Wilson thing, man. Like it's just, I know I talk about it a lot, but it's like, it's so odd. I mean, you had a guy for so many years. I think no one accused of Russell Wilson of being like, you know, the pain man on the field, right? Where you're audible and you make all these changes but I also thought he was just better like at seeing pressures. He's not he's just not seeing stuff. He's, his eyes are not in the right place. He's yeah. not throwing the ball to the right person. Um, to me, this is a scream is a very under-ish game. Like just take the under and be happy with it. But yeah, I'm I'm very I, everyone physically drops off at some point. I'm fine with Russell Wilson physically dropping off. I'm not sure he has exactly, but the mental stuff to me is wild. I I just I'm never thought we'd get to a point where Russell Wilson just mentally, you're like, I don't know if I trust him on the field. Yeah. And it's crazy too because like their defense, you mentioned it, like they're Super Bowl caliber. Like they've had a other than the Raiders game, they felt every opponent to under 20, um, yeah. including the Seahawks, which now like looks 
They're really good. impressive. Yeah. Um, you know, the Colts and they've two overtime losses in a row, uh, by both by three. It's like their defense is keeping them in games despite the offense. So I don't know. It's right. this is just it just doesn't feel right to me. Um, but all right. Uh, by the way, Brees Hall is now plus two eighty for offensive rookie of the year. I'm sure we got him at better odds oh, than that, right? Yeah, like plus seven hundred, plus eight hundred. Yeah, let's go. All right, interesting game here. Uh, the Seahawks are at the Chargers. Um, five and a half, six and a half as uh, the line for the Chargers at home. Um, funny thing that Justin Herbert didn't get a touchdown last week, even though the, the DraftKings uh, boosted it from minus 800 to plus 100. That was pretty funny. Um, so, yeah, are the, the Chargers. Pass attempts with no pass touchdown in like NFL history. It's like 57 or something like that. I don't understand it. Geno Smith is a dog here, or do we like uh, Herbert to bounce back? Uh, I mean, I think that the play would be Seattle here, um, but not my favorite of the week. Um, I just, I used to like Brandon Staley a lot, and I just don't like he just like he just feels like he's wasting a lot of talents on this team. Um, it's not even like for the fourth down decisions. I, I they're just like poorly coached. They're not good at clock management. They're. Their offense is so stagnant and boring and takes no advantage of Justin Herbert's skills. He's supposed to be a defensive guy, and you allow the Broncos to have wide open guys all the entire game. Like, come on, buddy. Like, this is your job. You're a defensive coach. So I would definitely lean Seattle here, but I feel like they're also just like one Geno Smith bad game away from being bad again. And yeah. I, it might be this weekend, it might not be. Um, but I I five and a half too. I, I'm out on this one. What, what do you think? Yeah, I'm with you. I'm a little tempted to to but I feel like by Sunday I'll have talked myself into the Chargers. Um the Seahawks are getting all of the money, all of the bets, and the line is dropping. Um, which is usually a bad sign if you're a Seattle backer. Um I think the one thing that's you know, this is the thing I've clearly honed in on this year. Like the fact that Keenan Allen hasn't been out there, like Austin Eckler has been terrific. Um, but there is a difference when the offense is so worried about one receiver and that guy gets like 10, 12, 15 targets a game sometimes when he's yeah. in there. And I think if he comes back, like the chargers are going to feel a little bit more like the chargers. Yeah. They've had to deal with the offensive line, but I think the Keenan Allen thing is, is really big. Um, so if he comes back, that could be pretty interesting, but as it stands now, we don't know what his deal is. Um, and Seattle's just frisky, but I don't know. I don't like the Chargers enough yet. I, to, I would, uh, stay, to I would stay away. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, three games left. The Chiefs at the Niners is the last Sunday game. Um, the, the Chiefs are road favorites coming off that loss. They're laying two and a half or three. Everybody loves the Chiefs this week. Um, do we like them in a rebound spot? Well, I, I don't think you take the Chiefs here. Because of the Chiefs, I feel like you take them because the Niners are very beat up right now and very injured. And you look at their defense, and they hope to have guys back. We don't know yet. It's Wednesday. But they had like seven starters out on defense. Like, they're just, they're just beat up. Um, and so I I I will lean Kansas City here, but we've been, been, tw- been burned what, two weeks in a row in Kansas City, right? We had them against the Raiders. We had them last weekend. I can see the Chiefs winning this game by 10 to 17 points, but it's not one of my five favorite of the week. Um, Hank is trying to push this idea that, that Odell's coming to Kansas City because Travis Kelsey wouldn't deny it. Travis Kelsey, uh, by the way, his podcast is fantastic with him and his brother. I have a brother. I've been begging my brother to do a podcast with me. I kind of wish he would do it with me. We would be able to to have our great brother podcast together. No offense to you, Matt, or Gabe, or anyone else. By the way, special guest next week. Another offensive Ooh. lineman. Not Mitchell Schwartz. will be on. It'll be a lot of fun. Actually, Tuesday. Um, so their Chiefs restructured Travis Kelsey's deal to free up some money because they had no money. They had like $100,000 in the cap. You got to sign players when guys are hurt. They need money. They're not getting Odell. So Sorry, Chiefs yeah. fans. You're not getting anyone new. Um, I think it's just stay away from me. I, I, if I had to pick a game, it would be Chiefs minus three, but don't feel great about it. I think if, I think if, if the Niners end up with seven defensive stars out again and Trent Williams not, not in, and maybe you go Chiefs later in the week, it, it probably 
ends up getting above three though at that point. If the injury news comes out, it's worse. So if if you like him, grab him now. But I, I'm not. I'm not like him. I've gone back and forth on this, and I kind of assumed that you would probably talk me into the Chiefs. Um, the Chiefs. I mean, we don't we don't want to lean too much on trends, uh, but. Uh, Mahomes' record as a short favorite. I want to pull it up because it's so overwhelming. Um, I believe he is 13-2-1 against the spread, anything below three and a half. Um, So he's really good in these sort of close games. Um, The 49ers, I, I mean, I don't think that we've actually sort of like evaluated them correctly all season. Like this is a team... Obviously, with Trey Lanson, lost to the Bears. They beat Seattle. Okay. They put up 10 against Denver. They beat up the Rams. They beat up the Panthers. Like, they're not, they haven't like gone against somebody who's this level yet. They got smoked by the Falcons last week. They had that weird end of game drive. Um, their schedule's about to get a little tougher. They got the Chiefs. They got the Rams. They got the Chargers. They got the Cardinals and the Saints. Like, that's a little bit more meaty than their first first couple of games. So I think we're going to find out a lot about them. I don't hate the Chiefs in a rebound spot here, but it's just not our kind of play. Like San Francisco, good team, better in DVOA yeah. at home. Um, I don't know. If if we're pressed, I wouldn't mind KC minus two and yeah. a half, but I don't know. Doesn't, something about it doesn't, doesn't sit right. Yeah, I'm good with skipping this, or at least putting the maybes for now. Yeah. I don't know if um, we're gonna I don't know if we're gonna find any two of these last two games, so we'll see. Yeah. Steelers at Dolphins is the Sunday night game. Oh gross. Uh yeah, that's tough. Dolphins length seven. Do we know who the quarterback of the Dolphins is? Is no. it gonna be Tua? We don't. That's the thing. We don't know the quarterback for the Dolphins. Interesting, by the way. Uh Hank put this in the chat. I mean in the in the in the doc. Tomlin is nine and seventeen against the spread at, at home, excuse me, at night since twenty seventeen. Hmm. And in the last 30 years, Steelers are 0-7 straight up in night games as underdogs of a TD or more. It's probably just seven games against the the uh, the Patriots. Um, yeah, and the Ravens, so yeah. <laughs> I just, there's nothing for here, nothing for me, man, in this game. Just absolutely nothing. I, I, I think, if anything, you take the Dolphins. Like I think Pittsburgh, they had their, like, Super Bowl win last weekend, and they come just yeah. flying back down to earth this week. Yeah, probably Trubisky, right? Like, it's this is just a, this is just a pass. Yeah, it's just a, a pop up back playing quarterback. Like, yeah, it, it's just they're gonna get. I think they're gonna get smashed. But I think yeah. yes, yeah. I don't know. It's I don't. I don't. I, I. I guess I agree. I guess I take Miami, but that's definitely not one of our five. No doubt this is one of our five, but probably worth checking. Uh, the Patriots are hosting the Bears, uh, seven and a half or eight. Um, I don't know how the Bears are going to score a, a point in this game. Correct. Quite frankly, um, so I, I feel like that. We probably missed the number on this, but uh, the play would be New England, right? Absolutely, it would be New England. Um, Patriots defense is pretty good. Like, I feel like they're kind of like back to what they used to be. Yeah, I mean, they could win this game like thirteen to three, and they cover the spread, right? Like, I don't know if I feel great about New England get, laying that many points with Blake Zappi, uh, uh, Bailey Zappi, I should say, not Blake Zappi. But they're absolutely the play here. I don't care if it's a public play or not. The 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 Bears stink. They're bad, and they're on the road as a as a young as a young um, young quarterback in Fields. Um, I, I would lay off of it, but it would be New England for me. Yeah, are you buying this as a driver play this week? I don't feel like there's any way that the Bears win this game straight up. Yeah, I would do. So. Yeah, Survivor's a good play here for sure. Um, Teaser. Well, yeah, there would. Everyone's have the Patriots in a teaser. Um, that feels like the the one game. I mean, there's a, there's a a couple of teasers that I think make a lot of sense this week, and that'll be one of them. So we've gone through the slate. We've got four we like. Uh, we like Tennessee laying two and a half yep. against the Colts. We like Washington laying. Are we getting five and a half or six? Five and a half. What's it right now? Let me see. The change we getting six. Let me see. Maybe I'm just manifesting it. No, five and a half. Um, all right, Washington plus five and a half, Atlanta plus six and a half. That's awesome. And uh, Houston plus seven. Yep. So the other maybes we had uh, were the Thursday night game. Yep. Arizona laying two against the Saints. Uh, Kansas City on the road is two and a half win favorites against the Niners. Am I missing any of the others? 
Uh, Detroit, I think, but I'm not. Okay, here's the deal. So, like, are we betting on Cliff Kingsbury or, or Andy Reid? <laughs> what about Jared Goff and Dan Campbell? Um, Absolutely not doing that. All right, um, Detroit's out. So, are the Chiefs going to lose this game? Like, anyone this game by like one or two points, really? The Chiefs, man. I feel like we said this the last two weeks and we've lost. So I know this is what always happens. We're at the end of it. We're like, should we just take the Chiefs? Like we take them every week. Um, they have not been kind against spread this year, only two and four. I know we're owing two wager on them. Or do you just want to take Arizona? I mean, Arizona, I think Arizona's a good play, but I just I would be I would be in, oh man. <laughs> It's like the second I say I would be in on Arizona, I'm like, what am I actually betting on? I'm betting on Kyler Murray on a short week. Maybe he's better, actually, because there's less prep. Um, the Saints ugh, the Saints are just, like, tough. Like, I don't see them winning that game, but I could see them keeping it close, but it's only two. Yeah. What do you? Th- what's your gut tell you? You came in pretty pretty convinced on, uh, on the Cardinals, I feel like. Yeah, or we just take New England and just... Nah, let's not lay eight with... Bailey Zappy. God, I think Cardinals do. If, if we lose on Thursday night football betting on the Cardinals, I'm never going to forgive myself. <laughs> but if it was a Sunday game, we got to like not be afraid to take a Thursday game. If it was, it, we're one and oh, take a Thursday games. If it was a Sunday game, I think it'd be all over Arizona, right? I think we should take it. You came in like very hot on it. Wait, wait, Usually, right, wait, like, are you, are you with me on that one? Yeah, I'm with you. I, I'm scared of it, but I, I'm with you. I agreed with everything you said about it. And I think the Saints, like, I, I mean, this uh, Arizona is a better team. Like, I don't know. I think getting Hopkins back is huge. Oh, it's well, it's totally huge. But man, it's only two. Two. they've lost eight in a row at home. <laughs> Have they really? Yeah. Yeesh. They're one in seven against the spread at home in the last eight games. Yeah, Kingsbury. For whatever reason, they're worse at home. They're worse at home and they're worse when he's a favorite. So let's take the favorite Cardinals at home. <laughs> on a short week. Kyler Murray 0-3 on Thursdays in his career. Oh, geez. Um, well, th- I mean, we had a conversation right before the show about how trends don't matter. <laughs> I know. <laughs> this is really tempting fate. It's, it's more about the baseball trends and not like I think coaching trends do sort of matter in this spot. Um, what about – okay, so Arizona – with Hopkins back against the Saints team that's competent, but like isn't blowing anybody away with with Dalton, we assume still, right? Then, or do we want to take Kansas City? Their big case is like they're coming off of a loss, uh, two really close games on national television or national ish with the Bills last week. It's sort of a buy low spot on KC. Maybe we just do that. I mean, I feel better with that than anything else. Then let's do it. Let's buy low on Kansas City. Sure. <laughs> this is just a Kansas City podcast. We we bet them every week. And I like mean, three, the other the other one, one quarter. No, we bet the them only twice this year. We're zero for two last two weeks. We 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 say we we did not do it the first couple of weeks. Look, man, you produce two podcasts with guys who just automatically take Kansas City every week. So, I mean, Nick's done it every week, right? I'd imagine. Yeah, well, the Jeff's referring to Nick Wright. Uh, yes. Check out his show, What's Right with Nick Wright. Um, Nick loves the Chiefs and loves the Jaguars, and. Uh, you know Bro, that hasn't been very kind to him this season. The, but the chief, his monologue on Monday on his show was incredibly funny. I was like, he's apologizing really. He's a very, very good at his job. And he got about two minutes in. It was like, wait, I wrote this last year. <laughs> this letter I wrote. <laughs> he's. I, I happen to agree with him. It's like the Bills. I, we were saying that last week. Yeah, it's like that was a much more meaningful game for the Bills than it was for uh, the Chiefs. He's just didn't just play well either. Yeah, they did. They played poorly, but they still had a chance. The Arrowhead Invitational, just un- unbelievably funny. It's very funny. All right, uh, so we have our five. Uh, we got our five. Uh, Titans. I, I, our first four are great. Yeah. Titans football team, Atlanta, Houston, Kansas City. Do it home, home, away, away, away. Whatever. I don't care about that. Um, yep. uh, for sure, what I'm gonna do is, like usual, I'm gonna text you Sunday morning. And be like, who do we have? Who do yep. we have? Because I'm not at my computer. Where I write everything down. Hank always erases it by the time we do our show on Sunday or before Sunday kicks off. He's already he's he's so ahead of our show on Monday, Matt. He's ready to go. He's ready. He's ready to go. 
well, then what's the deal with this show? There's like the, nothing's done by the time we record. He's got, he's, got, he's got to get back to work. Just because stop, Gabe, stop. Gabe's the boss. So he's got to stop boss, texting me about, about random random memes I don't know about. Who's that guy, Hezbollah? What's his name? I have no idea who that is. <laughs> <laughs> I just know who that is, Matt. I love like the the, the colliding of Jeff and Hezbollah. Like that is, that's I, like the diagram that is? I need to live in. Yeah, I, I, I know who Hezbollah is for sure. Am I supposed to know who that is though? I don't think so. I think now that you've seen like what he's like, he's an I, interesting I not, character. I haven't even searched him yet. All I'm seeing is that photo Hank sent. Yeah. It's worth like the five minutes of like, what's the deal with this guy? And then you'll be like, oh, all right. And then every time you see like one of those stupid memes with him, you'll be like, I, I get it. Uh-huh. Um, he's like a good little internet. Like he's like a, he's a piece of arcana on the internet. Okay. Okay. Before we get to uh, the end of the show, my Pac-12 wagers. Um, you punched Shaq in the face. I don't like Hezbollah did. Yeah, he's yeah, he's like uh, he trains in MMA, so like he gets into all these like funny little. Is he like four feet tall? I don't I don't totally know his story, so I don't want to freestyle it, but he's he's worth checking out. Okay, I'll check out Hezbollah on the internet. I got so much free time. Um, hey, can we just like cut all of like almost no, all of them? No, this is all staying in. Um, all right, Cal plus seven and a half. They host Washington. They'll bounce back. Um, it's really the only Pac-12 wager I love this week, guys. Only one so far. Um, I would take UCLA plus six and a half at Oregon this weekend. Uh, it's a it's a better wager. I think Oregon wins, but that's a lot of points for I think a very close football game. And you have a little FOMO. I wish I could go to that game. And then other Pac-12 games. Only four this weekend. I'm not. Don't not a lot I like here. So uh, that's it. Just Stanford, excuse me, just Cal plus uh, seven and a half hosting Washington. Um, all right, everyone. We'll talk to you next week. Have a great couple of days uh, with special guests on Tuesday. And hope you win your wagers this weekend. Take care, everybody. Hi, Nikki. Has blue thing stays. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on the driver who treats the highway like a racetrack and the shoulder like a passing lane. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California. Subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates Northbrook, Illinois.